want you to start focusing on who are you becoming. And when you're going through difficult times in life, especially when you feel like there's been long-suffering or you've been praying for a long time about something to happen, or perhaps you feel discouraged about some things and you feel like life is just, you know, really taking you through pruning seasons, seasons of being hidden, all types of seasons in life where you feel like, when am I going to get my big break? I want you to stop looking down and start looking up. Let me explain what I mean by that. When I hear people say to me, um, whether they um, reach out to me via social media or what have you, and they talk about some of these tough seasons that they're going through, first of all, you all know I love everybody, and I feel such love and compassion in my heart for every single person. But there's something in me that tends to lean in and look at things from a different angle. And so when I hear someone say, I've just been going through so much, or life's never been easy for me, or life's never been, never been fair, or I don't have the support you know, that I really hope that I would have in life at this point, or what have you. But when I hear someone say that, I naturally lean in. I believe God's given me a gift of encouragement, a gift of love. I naturally lean in and I listen a little bit more and I, and especially if I'm on a Zoom call with that person. And I look in that person's eyes and I think to myself, oh my goodness, I wonder who is this person becoming? I wonder who is, who is this person becoming? And it's almost as if I feel something in me to encourage that person, and this person may be you, to stop looking down and to look up. To stop looking at, this is how bad things have been for, for this long, but to start looking up. Man, there must be something so great within me. So great within me. That even these seasons I'm going through, there's something building in me. Something happening in me. Where this is going to turn around and be a testimony. This is going to turn around and some kind of way give glory to God. This is going to turn around and some kind of way help others. Now, I am not condoning. I want to be clear on this so no one misunderstands. Being in an environment where you are, are, are allowing someone to mistreat you or anything like that. Any type of, um, let's just say, intentional suffering where someone is causing harm to you or something like that. that. That is not at all what I'm saying, just to be clear. I'm just talking life in general, you know. If you've been listening to my podcast, you get it. You already know what I'm talking about, all the ups and downs I've been through, you know, from issues in my marriage to finances to health issues, you know, with my child, with one of my children and, and so forth and so on. You know, you know my story. I've talked many times about, you know, growing up and how in one year, one year, we had to move 22 times in one year, partly because my mom didn't have money to, she was running away from abusive relationships. But anyway, you get my point. The point that I'm getting at is all of it worked together for my good when I look back on all the things that I went through. All of it. All of it was almost like a training ground. And so I just want you to think through, try to try to pivot the way that you're perceiving and, and seeing things and think through who is it that I am becoming? I refuse to waste this pain that I'm going through right now. It's got to be turned into gold. 
It has to be recycled, go through the fire. You all know I'm referring to my book, Necessary, that chapter called Through the Fire. It has to be recycled. It has to go through the fire. And it has to be refined and come out as gold. So God, show me. First of all, God pulled me through this season, right? But show me while I'm in this season, while I'm, while I'm going through this season, what are you training me on? What are the tools that I need to pick up? What are you defining in me or in my character, perhaps? Perhaps, right? What, are you, what, what do we do with this pain so that it can be turned around and recycled into gold? You guys, that's where my book Necessary came from. I didn't just one day wake up and think of writing the book. In fact, in the middle of the night, God woke me up years ago and said, I'm going to have you write a book and call it Necessary. And he literally showed me a vision of the book. And all it had was the word necessary on it. That was it. And I had no idea that God was going to take me through such a journey, such seasons, such difficult trials. And if you have my book, you already know what I'm talking about. So that the book could be written from experience and, 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 and so that the book can be written to help. I don't want to use the word deliver people because I believe God is the deliverer. So let me be clear on that. But help inspire people to keep fighting and to stay in the fight when they're going through their rainy seasons or their difficult seasons. All of that pain, all of that pain had to be turned into gold. And I had two choices to make. Two. Either just give up on everything and just forget about it and just accept the fact that this is where life is at and it'll never change. Or to run to God and to sit in that secret place. And you all know there's a chapter in my book called Secret Place where I began to just sit in God's presence. I was too weak to even pray, let alone try to open up my Bible and read. So I would just sit, sometimes just sit and just cry my heart out. The loneliness that I was feeling, the amount of despair I was feeling in my spirit, all of the setbacks that kept reminding me, that, that, that kept coming around me, reminding me that no matter what you do, you know, it's not going to work out. You know, this is where life is. Everybody else seems to be taken off in life. And here you are, you know, full grown woman with kids, <laughs> with a college degree and back in the same cycle. You know, those are all the things that the enemy was feeding me. But I had to sit and I had to I had to have God remind me of who I am in his presence. And I had to search for him as though for hidden treasures. And I still do that to this day. So let me talk, let me not talk as though it's past tense, just to be clear. Still to this day, I go before him and I say, Father, remind me again who I am in your presence. I wish I can tell you when you first start sitting in his presence, you'll hear something. Because for me, I didn't hear nothing. But I always remember the passage um, about seeking him first and about if, if we ask, um, he will give to us. You know, for those who ask, seek and knock. I don't have my Bible in front of me right now because I'm I literally just finished praying for quite a while. And God just put it in my heart to just record what he just put in my spirit. So I'm literally just sitting and just talking literally right into my phone. I'm not even on my podcast microphone right now. So hopefully the audio is OK. But God reminded me when you ask for, for fish, I won't give you a snake. When you ask for bread, I'm not going to give you a stone. But you got to search Search for him as though for hidden treasure. And so I would just sit and I would cry out to him. 
And I just remember that still small voice finally began to speak to me, began to guide me, and I began to feel his presence in my life. So I just want to encourage you, and maybe this message is just for one person, because I'm supposed to be getting my butt ready for work right now. I literally have meetings the entire day. For those who are not aware, um, I am launching, by the grace of God, a retreat. It's a 12-week retreat um, based on my book, Necessary. Walking, whoever wants to join it, by the way, but walking people through 12 weeks. We're going through not only the book necessary, but going through all types of um, exercises. And I I won't go into detail about that because this is not a promotional podcast, um, but it's going to be phenomenal. And my my hope and my prayer is that by the time these 12 weeks are over, for those who've signed up for my retreat program already, because I I just started doing um, Zoom calls this week to meet people who want to join it. I hope and prayer because by the time these 12 weeks are up, that you don't even recognize who you are anymore because you've changed so much. We're focusing on who is this person that you're becoming. We're focusing on letting go, letting go of what's no longer needed for the next level in your life, developing healthy boundaries. Then we're focusing on preparation and we're focusing on mastery. So can you imagine walking through 12 weeks together, which is what we're going to be doing? If you want to know more about that, you can just go to my website at Zenja Glass and uh, just there should be something on there where you can click a button and you'll see a video um, and uh, you can join a live Zoom call with me. I'm, I'm going to be meeting everyone uh, that's coming into this retreat, at least this first initial uh, 12 weeks round. I want to meet everyone uh, because God has really put it on my heart um, to walk people with me through the journey. But anyway, focus on who you are becoming. Not the current situation right now. Focus on who you're becoming. What does this mean about me? that the enemy has come against me so much. There must be something inside of me. Now, sometimes it's not the enemy always coming at you. Sometimes it's just God just getting you ready, getting you ready for that territory you're about to walk into, baby. Trust me when I tell you. Trust me, please, when I tell you, you got to be strong. You got to be strong in the spirit. Not only being prepared and all of that, but you have to be strong even in the spirit for the next levels you're going to. Because if you get there too soon, listen to me clearly, trust me on this. If you get there too soon and you're not ready for it, it can cause more damage than you ever know. You got to be ready. You got to be ready to be able to handle opposition. You got to be ready to be able to be focused and not distracted. You got to be ready to walk that journey alone sometimes. You got to be ready to be able to go to God and get wisdom from him and not allow yourself to start getting prideful and thinking you know what to do at this next level. You got to be ready to look out for all the serpents and things that hides in the dark places. You have to know how to persevere when things get a little tough for you. You have to learn how to deal with naysayers and critics. Get this. You have to learn learn and be prepared to, to, to know how to deal even with success so it don't go to your head. I think one of the worst things that can happen is you can get to where you're trying to get to too soon and you're not ready for it. And I believe, this is just me, I believe the greater the trials and tribulations that we've gone through in life, I truly believe, this is just me, I believe the greater the anointing that it is over your life in most cases. I should say in most cases because there's definitely, there's definitely some, 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 um, some um, I'm losing my train of thought, but There's definitely some other situations that could be at work, but I believe for the most part, the greater the anointing, the greater the calling. 
there are some people, baby, that you can reach that other people can't reach because of what you went through. Let me say that again. There will be some people that only you are going to be able to reach because of all the things that you've gone through in life. When I look back over my life and all the things that I've gone through, I now realize all the time, through all the seasons I've gone through, all that time God was developing me. Developing me. He had to take me, allow me to go through all of those cycles, all of those seasons that I went through. Developing me, getting me ready. There's no way he could have had me speaking to the world had I not gone through years and years and years of what I went through. I would have messed it up. I would have been all about making money. How could I make a quick buck off of somebody? I'm just keeping it real. I would have been probably gambling money away because if you all have read my book, you know one of the things I talked about is how um, I started going to casinos and, and, and secretly really going to casinos and spending all my money gambling and doing things I had no business doing. I would have absolutely been the most prideful person on the face of the planet. I definitely would have left my husband, definitely would have left my marriage because I would not have stood through some of the things that we went through that helped really develop my character and helped me to be able to develop healthy boundaries and help me to be able to love and show compassion, you know, in certain situations. Now, I'm not coming against anyone that's, you know, that's chosen to walk away because I know every situation is different. So just just take that as it is. But I know me. I definitely would have walked away from some situations. I would have missed many, many seasons and opportunities to grow, to learn how to persevere and go through things, right? I would have just been only a good storyteller and you wouldn't be able to feel and see and know um, the compassion I have in my heart because of all the things that I went through had I skipped all of those seasons. It would have been all about me. So he had to humble my little butt, take me to such a low that's just for me. I'm not saying he's got to do that for you. He had to take me to such a low before he can build me back up. I had to become a new wineskin for this new wine that he's pouring into me now. You can't pour new wine into old wineskins because the old wineskins can no longer expand. And he had to strip me down. For years and years and years, I had to go through it so that he can build me back up. If you read anything through the Old Testament, and I love the Old Testament because really the New Testament is really just a reiteration of the Old Testament. That's a whole nother subject. But so many things in the New Testament is just them quoting the Old Testament. But if you read anything through the Old Testament, you'll see that kingdoms rose. Kingdoms, you know, the kings got prideful. And the kingdoms fell. It was always an up and a down, an up and a down. You know, they repented, they loved God, they did right. And then all of a sudden they started worshiping idols and doing whatever. I often think about that. I often think through the ups and downs of the kingdom, um, you know, all through the Old Testament. Just go through it. It's just a pattern. It's just a flow. And so I always ask God, God, how do you make what I'm doing beautiful in your eyes? How do I lift you to the world? How do I help your babies? Search me and see if there's anything in me that's offensive. Is there anything in me that doesn't look like you, that doesn't smell like you? God, even when you bless me, even as you take me into new land and new territory, let everything I do be pleasing in your eyes. 
How do I honor you? Now, I would not have been able to have that prayer had I not gone through the things I went through. I wouldn't have been able to do it because I was too focused on me. Now my focus is, God, no matter what you put me through, you're number one in my life. Just make it beautiful. Just make it beautiful. Hold me close to you. Protect me. Make, make, make everything I do beautiful in your eyes. So anyway, I'm kind of drifting a little bit. You guys know I'll drift and come back for a minute. But uh, I've really got to get ready for work. But I just want to tell that one person who may need to hear this message. Focus on who you are becoming. Don't look down. Focus on who you're becoming. Look up. Focus on who you're becoming. And ask God to guide you and show you how can this pain be turned into gold. Maybe it's a book he wants you to write, baby. Maybe you're going to be someone's mentor or coach one day. Maybe the land and the territory he's taking you into is so grand and so great, he's got to make sure there's a humility there. He's got to make sure that you know he has the ability to raise you up and to allow you to go low. So that when you get to that new territory, you'll be able to maintain it. You'll be able to, to, to grow in that new territory. It won't go to your head. You'll stay humble. You'll stay in a righteous fear of the Lord. I believe every single thing that we've gone through in life, God can turn it around and use it for our good. So don't give up, baby. Don't give up. You stay in the fight. No matter how bad it is and what's going on, you stay in the fight. Now, if you need to get professional help, some sort of professional mental health care, where God knows if your safety is at risk of any kind, please reach out and get the proper help that you need. Please. But I want you to stay in the fight. And I want you to focus on who am I becoming? This pain is not going to go to waste, baby. All the frustrations and everything you've gone through, uh-uh. You're going to be a testimony to the world one day, baby. Your life is going to be a living testimony. And when you do get to this, this new territory God has taken you to, you're going to be able to stand with such authority, such power, such love, such humility. And you're going to be able to stand and you're going to be able to look at other people and say, baby, I know it's hard. I know. I know. But come on. You can make it. Come on. I went around that corner as well. I know it's difficult. Keep going. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. Your life's going to be a living testimony to the world one day, baby. I love you. I pray this message was for the right person. That someone hears this message and they make a decision today. I'm going to go all in in my relationship with God even when I don't feel his presence. Now, if you read my book and you've read maybe chapter 21 through 24, you already know what I'm talking about, especially chapter 23, the chapter when I lost my son. And that's the chapter when I talked about I was so weak at one point, I couldn't even embrace, you know, uh, Jesus. I felt like his spirit was standing next to me, but I was glad he embraced me. I didn't even have the strength to embrace him. I didn't even know if I wanted to for a moment because he let my son die. That's a very powerful chapter to read about how he gently stood there waiting for me and he gently held me and he began to walk me through the seasons of my life. And I began to see each season that I walked through, I held my head a little bit higher and I was a little bit stronger. It was as if each season was preparing me for the next one. And then I talk in that, in that chapter about, and this is a vision that I saw in the spirit, how Jesus turned me around and showed me all along 
There were spectators watching me from their dark corners. They were watching how they were watching my seasons. And even though the season seemed so dark to me, it was as if it was shining light on them and encouraging them to come out of their dark corners because they saw someone struggling to fight and have a relationship with God when life was looking so bad. It was such a beautiful vision that God gave me in the spirit of showing me that even in my weakest moments, even in my darkest days, even when life was just so incredibly chaotic and bad for decades, that's decades, by the way, so many ups and downs, he still had a plan. He still can use me even with my broken pieces to turn around and be an inspiration to others and to help lift and, and, and encourage others to come from their dark corners. So, baby, I pray that you are encouraged. I love you. This is Z with Unlocking Greatness Podcast. And I sincerely pray this message reaches the right person. To God be the glory.